let me remind you that we'll have the closing comment just before the, the show ends. However, we will not be taking calls for you to advertise your business, but we will take calls for you to speak to our guest on Meet the Boss. His name is Zibusi Somkwanazi. Uh, born in Soweto some years ago, he's group CEO of uh, MNN Brands and co-founder of Avatar, uh, South Africa's largest black-owned and managed advertising agency. Uh, Avatar won Financial Mail's Ad Focus Medium-Sized Agency of the Year 2016 and were a finalist in 2017. The man himself, he is uh, a World Economic Forum young global leader and is now building an African-owned agency network through his investment company, MNN Brands. He started his first business, Sisonke, a web design company at the age of 17. Let me repeat that. He started his first business, Sisonke, a web design company at the age of 17 in uh, 2000. He then matched Sisonke with Crazy Boys in 2007 and then served as executive chairman until 2010, developing an, uh, developing an overseeing growth and strategy marketing for both the Cape Town and Johannesburg offices. He then took over on the role of CEO from July 2010 uh, to uh, December 2011. In 2012, Zibu went into partnership with Velingubani to found Avatar, which has won numerous awards, uh, including most digitally integrated agency and also the agency that has done the most drive transformation in South African industry. Avatar opened their Cape Town office in 2016 and won numerous accounts such as H&M and Chevron. Did I just say H&M? Okay, we can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we were the rescue. <laughs> He's uh, served as chairman of uh, ARM Advertising and Design in 2009 and as well as chairman of the Red Square Quarter Brand Design August 2010 to 2013. He's our guest on Meet the Boss. If I read the rest of his uh, biography, I'll run out of time. So maybe I should have a chat with the man himself. Shamas, Sawon. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I see appeal. I see appeal. I, I was fascinated and almost uh, uh, yeah, did something on my pants when I discovered that you actually <laughs> did a show on radio. I thought, I'm going to interview a man who's done radio. <laughs> I hope he doesn't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just three hours. That's, what, that's well, about it. Well, I mean, you know, how it was many, radio. I mean, how many years versus three hours? You can't compare the two. I've not <laughs> been doing it for long. It's only 23 years. <laughs> only, yeah. Um, only 23 years. <laughs> Good to have you here. Thank you. Thank I'm going to take you back to the year 2000. And what got into your head? At that age, we're trying to get our metric, get out of yeah. school, and hopefully go to university or technicon or something like that. Well, life got into my head, to tell <laughs> you the truth. Um, um, I mean, for me to to go and, and, and start a business, it was out of circumstance. Mm. You know, it's, it's when your mother walks in the kitchen and says, son... Um, taking you to university is going to be a struggle, you know. So, you know, that gets you thinking as a young person, you know, in terms of what can I do to to ensure, you know, that you have a brighter future. Yeah. And, and for me, the solution was, well, I had already been interested in the world of computers and IT and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And it was natural for me to do something computer related. And I just decided to start a website development business. But you know what I don't like about this mention? 
is okay. that it is not it is short changing. At least because I know a bit about you. And I did my my own uh, Intel stuff. Yeah. But you also before then you had already started as an entrepreneur at school. You started selling sweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you know, like I come from a very entrepreneurial home. So my mom, you know, growing up, you know, she she used to make a marketing, yeah. you know, like uh, for many many people in Soweto. I mean, I remember at a, as a kid yeah, going to Winnie Mandela's house. Yeah. You know, the Mandela Museum. Noble Rebecca Malope and, 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 and. That's what she did, you know. But she she didn't just make curtains, you know, but she did it in, in such a way that she got famous at doing it. And, um, and you know, being around her, you know, there came a time when when I was in what was then standard two, I'm yeah. giving away I, my I, age. I, I know standard two. <laughs> I don't know grades. Ah, when I remember form I did form one, and I got to form two. It became standard seven. Okay, so, so I did form one. All right, yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, around that time, my mom was of the the opinion that you know you can't you can't just be chilling. Yeah. You know, so she bought me a packet of sweets and said, "Hey." Go and sell, you know, you know, find out what it's like to be in business other than her just giving me money, you know, who care, et cetera. Go et cetera. and make your own money. Go go see what it's like, yeah. you know. So I did that. I did it for a while. Hey, I saw that this thing is hard work. So what I did instead is I got all my friends, right, to sell the sweets for me, you know, during <laughs> break. And then after break... You know, after school, I would pay them in the remainder suites that were left behind. You know, so my one-man business all of a sudden became a mini enterprise. Jeez. Then, you know, up until the point where the school actually banned the selling. At I can imagine because now yeah. everybody everybody wants to sell. Yeah, 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 and half the people are selling my product. <laughs> you know, which are sweets <laughs> at the time. You know, and second exposure to entrepreneurship. I used to be a street hawker. Yeah, uh, on President Street in the CBD. You know, no, you kidding me, I me. promise. I promise. I used to stand on the s- side of the street, corner president and small street. Yeah, you know, right there I, at the top. Then. Right there, right there. And uh, I used to sell ice cream to people that were passing by. You know, um, again, it was that thing from my mom who said, no, you can't, you know, you don't just sit, you know, don't just watch TV the whole day. You know, during your school holidays, do something productive. So when it came to crunch time, you know, when... When I got to, you know, 2000, uh, the year 2000, it came to crunch time. It made sense for me to naturally go into entrepreneurship yes. because I grew up doing it anyway. So you start this business at 17. I presume you're at school. Yeah. But it also shows me that it, it went on and on in 2010. What happens to school at that time? Um, well, I'm, the school is my client, to tell you the truth, you know, as well. Because while I'm running the business... I've got a contract with the school to help them with their IT. You know, so they were wow. one of my first clients. My lib- uh, my local library as well in Spreadview. So I, I so you moved to you 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 moved to, to to the east. I moved to the east. You know, so at that time I was staying in in Spreadview. So local library was my client. My own school was my client. Because um, I just said to them, what I mean, why hire people from outside the school yeah. to come and take care of your computer infrastructure when I'm perfectly capable of doing it at a much lesser cost uh, than than what would be the case? You but know? but yeah. but I hear you, 
but where where was the skill from? Where where had you acquired the web design skill from? It was a passion, you know. Um, it was a pure passion. So it before web design, it started off as just a love for technology, a love for computers. Yeah. Uh, very early age, but the problem is I didn't have one. So what I did is that I befriended people who had them, you know. Yeah. Um, and whenever I'd go to their houses, you know, I would learn how to take the thing apart and put it back together again, you know, with these friends mm. that, that had access to the technology. Um, uh, you know, so I, 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 I learned more and more about it from the people that were around me. Yeah. And uh, so the skill got developed from there and I just monetized it into a business thereafter. What happened after metric? So after metric... Um, after metric, I I enrolled at um, what was then Technicon Witwatersrand mm-hmm. and later became UJ uh, for a national diploma in IT. Um, but I was still running the business um, on on the side. So while I was in my first year, I was running the business on 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 the side, and and around that time is when the business really started to pick up. You know, um, because. What I did when, well, how we how we transitioned from this whole computer repair business into more of a web dev business is I realized that I had very big dreams. Mm. So I had this crazy, crazy dream that by by the time I'm 21, I want to make my first million by the time I'm 21. And, and by the time I'm 30, I want to make my first 10 million. You know, so it was a crazy dream in my mind. Yeah. You know that's what I well, that's what I woke up saying to myself, and I slept saying that, and I realized doing this computer repair thing, hey man, in there is I say yeah, hey, no, exactly discard. Hey, it will yeah. take some time, <laughs> you know. And I thought to myself, where is the big opportunity? And I noticed software development, hey, actually the the pastures are greener there, and I yeah. don't see lots of people my skin color doing it. And I thought, why not try it? You know, and I tried it. Uh, I partnered with some students at Vistech. So, so what I used to do is, I used to take their portfolios. You know, so they used to design websites, etc., yeah. etc. Et I identified clients. Then I go sell their portfolios to clients. You know, in essence, you know, saying, "Look, this is what we are capable of doing," etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And the client would say, "How much?" I would say, "Okay, twenty grand or thirty grand." They sign. Then I go back to the student and I say, how much? And then they say, ah, mongangai, 3,000. I'm like, okay, deal is a deal. And that's I, how I, I hope funded not, the business. I hope these guys are not listening and thinking, oh, ah, they're my partners. Man. No, they're my partners. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, many years later, we still work together. Yeah. You know, And that's how I, I funded the business. So yes. it was self-funded that way, just by being the middleman. Yeah. Where I connected them to you know, clients in what they were already doing. And when at, 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 at your life then does the world of marketing advertising come into play where you start saying, there's another world out there where I can play in? Yeah. So, so I mean, as, as this business was growing, uh, the world of, of website design, you know, went beyond website design mm. where... Um, social media was exploding. Then the clients would say, you know, can you help us with social media? Of course, of course we can do it in true entrepreneurial form. Then you figure it out afterwards. You know, um, um, the world, you know, where internet advertising was becoming a big thing. So Mm. 
my business, when it merged with Crazy Boys, it went from being a web development business into a digital agency. Oh. You know, so so when you become a digital marketing, so that's the first taste of, of the marketing world. In It was in the sense of digital, where we were building marketing around social platforms like Twitter, Facebook, um, building marketing for platforms like Google, uh, apps, websites at, 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 at that particular time. Yeah, and... Um, and so, and 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 that's when it started, you know. And moving into Avatar, it it became, you know, a broader array of marketing services that included TV, you know, billboards, radio, you know, basically your traditional forms of marketing to become an integrated agency. I guess on Meet the Boss, Zibusiso Konas is Group CEO of MNN Brands. Now, let me tell you a bit more about this fellow. Uh, some of the awards and distinctions so, so that you know that we're not talking to some, you know, we didn't give airtime to some guy who walked past studio here. Uh, in 2007, he was BBQ Young Business Achiever. He was uh, one of the uh, 100 young South Africans in June two, 2007. Top ICT individual in Africa and top ICT young entrepreneur in Africa, both 2008. Men's Health Best Men's Editor, Editor's Choice Award 2009. 200 South Africans, uh, I suppose same year, IT personality finalist for 2009-2010, World Economic Forum Young Global Leader, finalist for Best Individual Contribution to SA Digital Marketing 2011. Need I say more? Need I say more? This is the guy we're talking about. He's our guest on uh, Meet the Boston. So you may know him for many reasons. He may be the guy that made you sell sweets for him at, uh, <laughs> at primary school. And you, it's time for you to call. He may very well be the guy that worked with you at Vets uh, Tech at the time and you were developing stuff and he went to sell it and he made you wealthy, but you didn't realize he was becoming wealthier uh, while he was making you wealthy. <laughs> he may be somebody that is currently servicing your business. So he's uh, your service provider, you client to him, you've known him, you've worked with him before. He, he may be very well your boss or just a, a neighbor. Or even somebody in the church, and you want to call and say, well done, mate. Or you want to call and say, I think you must pay me some of the money you made <laughs> at that time. This is the time to have a chat and join us in this conversation. 89 is the number to dial on Twitter. It's at Rams by the Horns. And Facebook is Metro FM Talk with Rams. At the best of times... Uh, it, it, you may make it. You guys may make it uh, uh, look glamorous. It's a very tough business, yeah. this business that you're in. Yeah. And even tougher because when you're dark-skinned, you're expected not to be competing with yes. with those that have been doing it for years and they have yes. a better skin and they've got mileage ahead of them. Yes. And then I read your bio and it tells me, well, you're one of the biggest in town. It yeah. can't have been an easy thing to achieve that. No, no, no. Um... um it, it it was definitely not because, I mean, for the factors that you've just mentioned, you you have to work harder in mm. in a sense than than the next person, mm. because when as soon as you walk in the room, you know, because it's, you know it's an unusual thing in my in my space, especially being young at the same time. Yeah, um, you you work double as hard to achieve the very same thing because you know the default is doubt. Yes, and and once you move, you know, and how you move past doubt. My first lesson was that, 
you know, if you're going to convince anyone to part with their money in, in a business context, you've got to prove one of two things if you are working with a corporate. Is that um, I'm either going to save you money by doing X or I'm going to make you money by doing Y. You, you need to prove one of those two things. Yes. And that, that builds a compelling business case. Now, now, the thing that I love about a compelling business case, it sees no skin color. You know, um, because if it's compelling enough and it's doable enough and you can sell it through enough, you know, then a person might tend to overlook what they they are thinking and kind of go, you know what, let me give these guys, let me give these guys a shot at it. And and so that that has been the formula that that has helped us grow. But on top of that is that I believe that. The world is measured in world class standards, mm. you know. So, so that's why our 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 mission as a business, you know, is to be a world class agency, you know, to world class clients, serviced by world class people. Yeah, you know, and that's how we measure ourselves. So, what I do is that when I want to benchmark myself against somebody, yeah. I will I will use I will use the like like let's say a massive player in the UK or a massive player in the US and I'll start benchmarking myself there yes because I will I will want to I I want to play on that on that playing field as as a business and the people that I hire I ensure are world class quality people yeah and so that's that's why you'll notice from our creative directors, they're internationally awarded people. Mm. You know, from let's say people in our um, PR firm, example, uh, lady who runs my PR firm. You know, she's uh, top twenty-five PR practitioners wow. in Europe, Middle East, and Africa. You know, uh, by the Holmes Report, um, and and you know that's the caliber of people that mm. we have because. Mm. You know, our measurement is is just on a on on a another. You know, we are we're in our own world in in a way, in a strange way. So, so because of our big aspirations, you know, we we are a business that believes in giant leaps and bounds. I believe in giant leaps and bounds in yeah. everything that you do, and that's how we've managed to grow at over a hundred percent since 2012. We've maintained over a hundred percent growth rate. Over a hundred percent. Over a hundred percent. Yes. How many people do you employ? Roughly a hundred now. One hundred. Yes. Th- that's Avatar. huge. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's seriously huge. One hundred human beings behind this business. Yeah. yeah. That that should count for a lot. Now, I mean, I look at the kind of clients that that you have and you have had. Yeah. For for me, again. Judging by, I suppose I'm giving away my age, is that it would be easy to get into a room and get the attention of an H&M, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and retain that business. Yes. And I don't want to believe that you will get it because you're black. Yes. I don't think that will be enough. Yes. Uh, they're expecting much more. They, they sit in Sweden and they, they're expecting much more yes. when things happen here. Yes, 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 of course. I mean... I mean, uh, you can imagine a, a business as big as H&M. We, we know about the challenges that they had yeah. in the country. And, and what they were looking for was somebody that could help, help them with the, with the uh, then challenge that they had then. Mm. Now, now, and this is a big task. It means that you need someone who can speak to 
the broader country, yeah. right? Now, and traditionally in my space, a lot of businesses had traditionally built advertising for mainly urban areas. Yes. You know, so the advertising works in urban areas, but once you start moving into township and rural, you know, then there's there starts to be a disconnect. Mm. And because of the diversity of our team, you know, in, in my agency, you know, as soon as you walk in, the first thing you'll notice is, hey, hey this place, you know, it's, it's a very diverse team. Yeah. And that's because we produce diverse ideas. And that's exactly what H&M needed to solve their problem. It wasn't only, you know, um, about just pushing clothes off, off the off, uh um uh, call off the shelf yeah you know but they 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 had, there was a brand uh, job to be done yes, as well yes. you know with pushing clothes and uh, and this was done so well to the extent that we were invited you know to the headquarters in Europe you know as a as a case study you know on 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 because remember their problems are global. Yes. They were not just yeah, no, that, that, that matter global. is a global matter. It's a global yeah. matter, you know, and and to chat with them, you know, on on on, on diversity, et cetera, et cetera. And for a, a a black owned business in South Africa to do that for them on a global scale, you know, um um it it you know it goes to show what I was talking about when I when I was saying world class, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. That's how we got through the door in the first place. But the important thing is that once you do get through the door, you have to deliver. There's no excuse once you're through the door. Yeah. You gotta deliver. You gotta deliver. Just past about uh, half past eight, our guest is Zibusi Somkwanazi, Group CEO of MNN Brands. He's our guest on Meet the Boss. We'd like for you to join us in this conversation. Zero eight nine double one zero double three There's a message, uh, but it came my personal phone and and it, it's a it's a it's a general manager of a of a of a hotel oh and and they say that very excited about this interview thank you very much for having this man in studio wow you know that's powerful you know when, when somebody at that level saying thank you for having this man in studio uh, i I, I'm not going to mention him by name, so... Can, so we, Can I give my cell phone number on air <laughs> so that you can quickly jot it down? <laughs> now, now, I want us to get to some issues. Yes. Uh, because, in truth, it is... Th- there is so many agencies that crop up. Yes. Every single day, there's another agency that crops up. Yeah. And I want us to spend a bit of time talking to especially black agencies yes. and, and talk to them about how they can up their game, how they can differentiate themselves from from the rest. Yes. What are the best ways of doing things? Because I get personally frustrated. I do a lot of things. I've got my own you know, NPO and I go and I look for an agency and everybody says, yeah. I can do this. And then in two days, I'm... I'm pulling hair over my head because yeah. I can't even design a basic website. And I'm thinking, come <laughs> on, mate, come on. You know, I expect better than this. Yeah. Is it desperation that guys start businesses every day? Or is it because, well, you know, we are all becoming entrepreneurs now. It's yes. a great thing. Yes, uh, yes. Are we doing something right, yes. wrongly, or something wrong, right? Yes, yes. Okay. You, you know, this is, my, this is my opinion on the matter. Uh, sometimes having a great skill is sometimes confused with being able to run a business. Yeah. Right? And um, because I, I can be a creative director and I can make great ads when I work, you know, in a system 
uh, of a bigger agency. Yeah. Right? And what tends to happen is that, you know, when you're on stage winning the award, you know, and you're thinking, yes, this is my work, you know, I've done this for this brand, you know, I'm going to start my own agency. Then what soon happens is that as soon as you start the agency, then you then start realizing that, hang on, uh, there's a there's a there's a bunch of people called account managers, <laughs> and those people they make sure that clients are happy. Yes, they take down the notes. Yes, they brief you and as the creative and tell you that this is what the client wants. Yeah. Then there's another bunch of people, project managers, mm-hmm. that make sure that job is delivered on time. Then there's another bunch of people. You know, finance. Yeah. That makes sure before the job even starts, there's a PO, yeah. you know, there's a quotation, yeah. Yeah. there's an invoice. They chase the money. They chase the money. Yes. Right? And then, you know, it's a whole cycle around you. So what tends to happen, you know, in, in our world is that when, when, when you know, because then what happens is this, is that you may have the great profile, mm. but if you don't have the right support around you, right uh, that makes sure that you've got a functioning system yeah right um that's when the wheels come off the wagon mm. because you'll create great work but if you can't collect the money then it it's unsustainable yes. you know or you know yes you've got the capability to create w- great work but because you're not used to you know managing clients yeah. in particular someone else was doing it on your behalf mm. you know and then you run into trouble you know when it's when it's crunch time so first and foremost it's about being ready for the transition yes you know and and part of being ready for the for the transition is have the right system around you so even if it's not permanent people right but i like the zulu saying yeah. you know like yeah. like have have um almost you know learning learning from other people is always a good thing mm. And as a and cheaper and cheaper, yeah. of course, of course, you know, and uh, and and the thing is, knowledge again holds no skin color, mm. you know, and we've got to be honest about certain things, you know, that as as black people, it's only now that we are getting into mainstream advertising, yeah, right, and so if there's a person who's been doing this for 15 years you know listen to them mm. once once in a while you know get someone like that etc etc but what i'm saying is uh, or if you know there's a friend who works for another agency who can help you out at night get them in you know what i mean but have the right system around. so you don't have to have employees you may have networks you may have associates you may have kind of people that you work with to get you to the next level that's it. Yeah. I mean, Ram's good casing point about that is that when I first started back in the days, I only had freelancers. The yeah. only employee was me. There's no one else. Yeah. So when I got a job, I freelanced everybody in. We executed the job and they went on with their lives. Mm. You know? Okay. We ask people to call. They are calling. And I'm as, as I sit here, yes, please wear those headphones. As I sit here, I... I Honestly, hope nobody that you owe money <laughs> is gonna call. So zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. Our first caller is very good evening, mate. Good evening, Rams. How are you? I'm well. Oh, okay, I know this very. I'm fine, thank you. How are you, mate? I'm great, thanks. I'm great, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for inviting the gentleman into your studio tonight. You know, mm. it's such an inspiration. Uh, I must say, you know. 
there is one side of you that I, I, I didn't hear mentioning, Rams, you mentioning it in his bio. Mm. You know, this guy, he has, men, he has won many business accounts and many big clients. But there's one side about him. He, he also has won many souls into God's kingdom, of which I'm one of the souls he has won into God's kingdom. Mm. So that he, has, he has this amazing gift of identifying potential spiritually, be business-wise, and when he identifies the potential, he has a way, a very unique way of enhancing the potential, you know? Mm. You know, uh, he has played an amazing role in my life specifically, business-wise, spiritually, and I, I, I have great respect for him. Babu Mkwana's, please keep it up, Baba. And may people know, Uchi, you, you do not do anything. You know, he, 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 he flies from wherever to, 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 to attend God's service, and he would fly back to wherever, you know. That's how, that's how God is important in his life, you know. So he's such an, a great inspiration to many. He has changed so, so many lives, including my life, including my children's life. You know, let me just uh, put one small example. I have a five-year-old five year son mm-hmm. that loves business. He, he, he has a thing for fleshy things, you know. So I once shared it, I once shared it with Uzi, who was, and guess what? He would come and take him out for lunch and, you know, drive in these fancy cars and whatever and inspire him. And this boy would always Tell me what you know, Baba. I just want, I, I, I want to be like Baba Mkwana. You understand? Mm, mm. So he, he, he's making these dreams seem possible. Because, you know, sometimes kids, they would have dreams, but they do not get closer to the dream. And it, it, it seems impossible to dream that kind of a dream. So he makes it possible for the kids. You know what? There is a dream like that. So he's such an amazing human being. And you know what? May God bless you and keep you. By the way, this is Veli Ngubani, the business partner. It's not. No, no, no. This is Veli Mbata. Mbata. It's not Somahashi. It's Sean. Somahashi, it's not Somahashi. All right. Wow. Wow. Uh, We're going to get, we'll talk about that because he mentioned something very important here. Philip, good evening. Yeah, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Okay, Philip, uh, so, 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 on air. Just keep, keep on listening. We'll get you in touch with him somehow. Silo, good evening. And please don't ask to speak in Sisu to Silo. It's going to get to be no. complicated. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying for the other listeners now, you know, because and I hear all these languages. I'm, I'm privileged in that way. But I'm saying, let, let's, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's try to keep it as an English medium station. Good evening, Silo. Ah, how are you doing? Very well, thank you, mate. How are you? I'm good, good. Uh I'm actually, uh, can I speak to Zibo? <laughs> <laughs> Scalo. 
Hey, how are you? Hey, Silo. How you doing? You well? I'm great, and you, man? I'm awesome. You know what? I mean, uh, I'm sure you know what Silo is talking to. Uh, yeah. Arctic Iron Silo. Yeah. 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 So you know, so you know, I think I think for me it's important just to kind of uh, highlight the fact that you know, I, you know, I've always believed that successful people give clues, you know, and I've been a product of just being able to to follow the business career for for the longest time, you know. What, like, you know, I was fortunate to be in the same school with him, <laughs> but he was my senior at the time, you know, so I, I actually know that whole story of the whole computers, you know, we used to see him being fine, we're like, who's this kid who's always be with computers, you know? So, so it's one of those situations where uh, we, we, we saw that progress and, the, and just how he came out of it. For me personally, I've been fortunate enough to be in the same industry as him, you know, so he's always been the person who I tried to emulate in terms of mm. the work that he was doing, you know, and I've also been a product of his is uh, giving back initiative called David Lee as well. You know, I used to attend every one of those sessions because like, that was him trying to give back to the community in terms of people who are in business but they do not have the platform to actually talk about their struggles, you know, and also just include the human aspect of it as well. You know, so 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 for me personally, like he's been a mentor for my five times because I've been seeing him in a while right now. But you know, but I definitely keep in track of what he's doing and what is like what's happening in his life. So I just like to thank him and just kind of congratulate him in terms of all the strides that he's put through over all the years uh, in terms of everything he's done. You know, I'm I'm particularly proud of him because I know him personally, but I've also been proud of his journey, and I'm glad to continue what else he has in store for for the country or for what. Uh, uh, that's for the world, actually. Wow. Great feedback, Silo. Thank you very much for that call on Twitter. Mbuzeni um, says, uh, Rams, you have a, uh, the greatest young SA achiever, the great visionary, Ed uh, Zibusiso says. Okay, that's your handle now, we know it. <laughs> uh, we look up to this son of the soil, wishing him, wishing him all success. Such a humble soul, a giver of own time. And Inga Kubega adds, Wow, Rams, what an interview with Zivu. Very inspiring. We'll take one more call and then respond to all of them. Let's take Tabang and then we'll get back to you. Good evening, Tabang. Hi, Rams, and uh, I guess it's been a little bit of a question. How are you, Tabang? Thank you so much, Baba. Uh, you're speaking to Tabang from Petrakani. Uh, oh, wow. That <laughs> uh, it's nice to hear your voice. It's nice to hear your story once more. Um, you have shared the story on various platforms, on various platforms, but it remains uh, inspirational. I must say that listening to you now, I'm reminded of our relationship when it began um, a few years ago when I met you at uh, our local radio station yeah. at Faranani Multiple Center in Sakani, and you also introduced me to God, like Ubabuveli uh, uh, has said, and uh, I really like to appreciate. Uh, the work that you've done in my life. I must say, Prarams, when I interacted with Ubabu's mm-hmm. uh, um yes, you know, there would be situations like you are becoming hopeless, you don't know what to do, and so on. I must say, my interaction with him um, changed my life. Um, and uh, just last year, uh, we got married to my wife, beautiful wife. We've got a uh, four-year-old boy because of his contribution. Now I work for the local municipality as a media officer because of his contribution. Mm. 
I'm also aspiring to be a business person you know, one day, and I'm learning a lot from him. I want to. I just want to say thank you, Bubbles Boo. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much um, for the work that you've done in my life. Tabang, wow. before you leave, ne? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna warn you about word order, and remember this in the future. You can't say something like, and now you have a four-year-old because of his contribution. <laughs> but, but thank you very much for the call. <laughs> thank you, Chama. <laughs> There's a theme that comes out of these calls, uh, and that theme we ha- we can't miss. That theme, the spiritual theme. Mm-hmm. How key is that to you and and the businesses that you run? It's it's the center of of everything. Um, so, you know, when when I was much younger and uh, wet behind the ears and trying to make it, you know, I I solidly believed in my own intelligence and my own abilities and wit that you know I can do this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I when I was 21, I made my first million, right? So you got to that? Yeah, yes, yeah? yes, 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 okay. I did. And when I th- when I was at 23, I lost it all, right? Mm. Every single cent. I went into debt in in the millions. Uh, by the time I was 23, and and uh, that was rock bottom for me. Yeah, you know, uh, I went through a depression, a crazy, crazy depression, worst time of my life. And that's when I discovered God, and and in discovering God, uh, my I also discovered my life purpose, and yeah. my life purpose is is to change people's lives for the better, mm. for the positive in everything that I do, be a force of positive change. Yeah, and uh, that's when I started rebuilding my business. You know, um, uh, I got out of debt. You know, and and it was only through God to tell you the truth. You know, because mm. a lot of it was cancelled. Yeah, uh, I didn't pay it back. You didn't a lot, pay it back. A lot, a lot was cancelled. I need to meet your kind of creditors. Meet, I mean, debtors. I mean, I'd like to have those who can just I can write give off. You, I can <laughs> give you the book that I use. It starts with Genesis <laughs> and ends with Revelation. But <laughs> you know, a lot of that debt was cancelled, and um, and on top of that, you know. And having now this purpose, you know, of uh, making a positive difference and positive change, I applied that to my business, that we can't be about money now. You know, we've got to be about positive change. And so when I walk into a client, I'm not there to collect a check. You know, I'm I'm there to make sure that I, I make a positive difference. And this positive difference in my business has has ended up funding, you know, institutions that create a positive difference. Mm. So... So Tabang example is from Tsakane, you know. So in Tsakane, um, you know, just next to Pulusong Hospital, you know, I bought a massive 18,000 uh, square meter piece of land, you know, to build an auditorium and an early childhood development center, computer centers in the community, you know. And the purpose is, is to shape young people's minds from when they are very young. Mm. and grow with them, you know, have the right facilities, you know, computers, the auditorium, you know, to to facilitate young people when they come back from school, they can do their homeworks there. It's there to serve the community. It's there to serve God's work. You know, and the same thing again was done in Phosphorus, another another center. Now, all of this is funded by the business. Yeah. 
you know so you know young people you know you know we've got a problem of nyaope in our township mm. and you know nyaope is also a disease of hope you know because at times that's why it's so difficult to come out of it yeah. is it's when you are hopeless you know as an individual it's very difficult to move through to the next step so what we do you know is is restore hope first and foremost you know and when you've got the drive you know to actually carry on you know and when when that fire has been restored that's when your life can actually turn around so that's what i do with with uh, young people i do that with gokos as well yeah. etc etc wow um and so that's why god plays such a center in my life because it fulfills a greater purpose than breathing you know and and that is to be a positive you know a force of positive change in other people so let's take a break and then we're going to have to respond to young human being who's got a dream and maybe you could solve that dream for him he called us earlier and he wants to solve the problem between me the gambler and the, and the lotto <laughs> so we have eight minutes left on this feature meet the boss our guest is busi somkwanazi uh he's see his boss okay you know i think i because we call this feature meet the boss let's just call him boss for now his boss group boss at mnm brands and we're gonna take more of your call zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven call quickly we don't have much time he's got many answers uh, to give me i've got questions of my own that i'm not done with but a caller said he's got an idea and i, I want to preempt you i want to actually direct this thing it goes back to again to what you've done over the years is the answer always necessarily to say this is what you should do or could the answer be what zibu has always done to say well come in house and let's see how we work together with your idea yeah yeah and 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 his his idea if i, if I recall he wanted a, he's got an idea for the lotto yeah and and you know i i love the the famous shoe brand that always says just do it yeah you know and and uh, it's it's just a matter of kick down their door you know send as many emails as it takes you know and speak to as many people there yeah. until somebody listens you know but they can't ignore you forever you know irritate them until you get the meeting yes you know i recall that you know in my journey in entrepreneurship i would probably sell something to someone Uh, 20 times you know and on the 21st time then someone will actually you know pay attention mm. to me you know but you can't do something once or twice and say ah ba pendulanga you know it's it's about the persistence you know to ensure that you you constantly are kicking down their door if you've got a genuinely good idea okay let's take more calls uh, inga this inga you ja- you you, you, the, you the inga that tweeted Yeah, it's very it's a very unique name it has to be you. Yeah, it is me. Indeed. Okay. Okay, mate. We're listening. Great. Thank you so much for having uh Mr. Zibuti on the show. I'm I am I'm here I've goosebumps. I'm actually moved, you know. Uh a friend of mine who's in Canada told me about him uh last year. Uh that it, he owns Avatar. I couldn't believe it. All this time I thought Avatar is an international uh company owned by some uh a network agency somewhere. I got a shock of my life. Well done, Mr. Busiso. Very good job out there. Thank uh, you. And I'm actually, I, you know, I can't even speak much. I'm just moved, man. You know, like I, I'm a huge fan of your work and what you've achieved as an entrepreneur in as far as building uh, Avatar to what it is right now. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's a pity I cannot uh, even dream about it. Like I'm just 
really, really moved. I've listened to you throughout the show, how you started, you know, uh, and from an entrepreneur perspective like myself. I'm very clear of that right now, you know. Thank you, Inga. Thank you. We thank can you. tell. And thank you very much for that call. Uh, Lissedi, good evening. Good, good evening, sir. How yes, are you? Sir. We're listening, Lissedi. Uh, you're talking to Lissedi Jazzy. Uh, I was listening to Mr. Mkwanazi while I was still studying. And uh, Mr. Mkwanazi probably doesn't know me. And uh, in King, I am to Mr. Mkwanazi, my competitor in direct because I am The Mr. Mkwanazi is motivator too much. Sure. Keep up the good work. They must focus on their dreams. Mm. Thank you very much, Lesiri. One last call. SK, good evening. I got 30 seconds. Ah, good evening, Dr. Rems and your wonderful guest. Mm. Uh, 30 seconds. Okay, I'll be very brief, Dr. Rems. Um, just advice, maybe, to aspiring entrepreneurs that have been kicking the doors, uh, trying to get funding, because it seems like um, funding is a bottleneck that is holding a lot of entrepreneurs back. Um, what advice um, would you give um, to, to that aspiring entrepreneur um, who, who's just waiting for that big break? Uh, thank you. Brilliant call. Thank you very much. Um well i i can i can pr- provide a formula that that worked for me and uh, the alternative to funding is great partnerships mm. it's forming great partnerships um i mean in my case um i started with only 2000 rand you know that's where this thing comes from and and how we built that 2000 rand you know like i was alluding earlier is is forming partnerships you know between the students and and clients you know, um and partners can can at times take the risk on your behalf so that you don't actually need money mm. to actually start your enterprise so in so in other words if you've got a great idea but you don't have the money to execute it find a partner who's got the money to execute mm. it and share in the rewards you know of that particular idea you know and you don't that's have to own idea. everything you don't have to you know why <laughs> own 100% of 10 cents when you can own 10, 10% of a thousand rand. Yeah, excellent. So, <clears throat> uh, on the point of Inga uh, and how he views Avatar, and I, I can't say he's wrong, would you say Avatar is is the latter day head boys? <laughs> you know, at my age, I knew of an agency, they were yeah. the Black Pride, they were the, the, yes. the Vundlas and the, yes. the Njinglas yes. and all of them. Yes, look, I, I, you know, growing up, you know, in this industry, I looked up very much to, you know, your Peter Wundlers, Happy Njingila, Dimape. I mean, what they did was truly great for the industry, you know. And one time when Happy Njingila was still at UPS, I went to his office and I said, Mr. Njingila, I'm going to be the next head boys. And he laughed, you know. (laughs) And we connected one day, you know, and we spoke about that day. And they're a great inspiration to us. Um, but, you know, where we are moving to um, as a business is that, yes, we've, we've built this big business mm-hmm. uh, throughout the country. But our dreams are bigger. You know, they, they are bigger than Avatar. What, what we want to be um, as, as eminent brands is the next NASPAS. You know, that's, that's, that's where that we level. are aiming at. Yes. 
And so that's why you will find that within our group, you've got diversified business. Avatar is just one business, but we've got an events business as well. Yeah. You know, we've got a PR business as well. We've got a media business uh, as well, you know, uh, and another PR business. We've got Cape Town operations. We've gotten now into ownership of uh, the of uh, the public the publishing space, where we've bought a a business called Skipani.com, and uh, and what we turn what we plan on doing with that asset is turning it into a video on demand service. So almost like a Netflix one day, yeah. you know, um, we're moving it into that direction. You know, we are talking to lots and lots of players. And, and in essence, what we are doing is that we want to own the whole value chain of marketing from when the idea is created, you know, and after the idea is created from where you decide where to place it. We also want to own the channels where the idea sits on, you know, so so we want to own the entire value chain uh, in in the marketing life cycle and that's how big our dreams are and 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 south africa is just the first step our dreams are continental big you know so we've got partnerships and clients that stretch out into the rest of the continent you know and and that's who we are as as a business and he's all of 36 years of age he's been our guest on Meet the Boss, Busi Some Corners, Shamas, Ndong, Siabong, I'm afraid. Well done. And we can only hope that you grow this as as you hope and probably beyond your own dreams. Yeah, I'm praying about it every day. Thank you so much and well done to you. Thank you. This conversation will be on podcast shortly. You want to listen to it again and again and again. Now I'm going to share with you my closing comment and you will you you could guess that I I, I probably wrote it as I was listening to him. It's not really true. It's just that I've, I wrote it earlier and it's just a coincidence that uh, it would be something that I resonates with what he said slightly earlier.